Today we're going to talk about the prayer that unlocks heaven. There he is, coming across the finish. Many times it looked as though he wouldn't last, but he trained well, he nourished himself well, he hydrated well, and here he comes. Although he slowed down a bit, he kept a steady race pace. When he fell, he got back up. When he was thirsty, he drank water. When he was hungry, he ate the right nourishment, and he's now at the finish line, finishing his course. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. He broke the tape. There are times in life when you start out fast and hard. Then you run into obstacles that make you want to quit. That's when you have to know that life is not a fast sprint. Prepare for trouble as it comes so you can conquer each one like a marathon runner. This podcast is to help you to prepare. Prepare for the good and the bad. Prepare to finish your course with success. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Marathon Faith. My name is Carolyn Bridges, and today we're going to talk about the prayer that unlocks heaven. Let's just approach the Father just for a moment here before we begin. Father, we just thank you and praise you for your word. Thank you, Father, for revealing to us, revealing to those that are hearing, revealing to me, Father, as I speak your word, your uncompromising word that is able to save our souls. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, our text today is coming from John chapter 16, verse 23. It says, and in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. This is Jesus, the son of God speaking. And in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Our theme today is that we are going to ask, of course, in Jesus name, and you shall receive that which you ask for. And once you receive it, your joy may be full. That's the promise that Jesus gave us. And those are the thing, the things that Jesus gave us are the things that we believe him for. That's the goal that we have in life is to receive those things that he has promised. So today we're going to talk about uh, just a a couple of things uh, within this particular scripture. Uh, We're going to define these particular words uh, so that it can become real to us and we can apply it in our lives. We're going to talk about the need. What happens when you have a need in your life? What is it that you do? We're going to talk about the supply to that need. And the result is that you get joy whenever you decide that you're going to believe God to meet that need. And then finally, we're going to come uh, to a point where we want to talk about how do you come to a place where when that need arises, you automatically speak God's word. You automatically know to ask God and you automatically know that that need is supplied once you ask him. Okay, so first of all, let's just go to uh, uh, looking at verse 23 again. Jesus said, ask. He said, ask, he, he said, uh, hitherto have you asked nothing in my name? Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Now, hitherto, that just means up until now, up to this point, you haven't asked anything in my name. 
So he's saying ask, and he means ask the Father in his name, and we shall receive it, that our joy may be full. Now, what is it that we're going to ask, okay? Here's what you want to do is to develop yourself to a point where whenever a need arises that you think supply. Philippians chapter 4, verses 16 through 19. Uh, I'm just going to read that. It says, uh, for even in Thessalonica, you sent contributions for my needs, not only once, but a second time. And I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. Not that I seek or am eager for your gift, but I do, I do seek and am eager for the fruit which increases to your credit, the harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account. But I have your full payment and more. This is what Paul is saying. I have everything I need and am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent to me, they are the fragrant odor of an offering as sacrifice which God welcomes and in which he delights. And verse 19 is where we want to hone in on. He said, and my God will liberally supply, fill to the full your every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Who is he talking to? He's talking to people that immediately when Paul went into the ministry, there are people that partnered with him that gave him things to meet his need. They gave him financial blessing. They gave him uh, themselves to uh, volunteer to help and support him. These are people that helped him. These are Christians that helped him uh, to fulfill that call that God had on his life. And so this is what happens. Uh, they did not only go into partnership with Paul, but they went into partnership with God. And he's letting them know, because you did this, my God will liberally supply Feel to the full your every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So you ask. When you ask, you get your prayers answered, and that causes joy. The reason That's a reason to praise God before you ever even see the need met. It's not like man. God is not like a man. God doesn't lie. God doesn't uh, manipulate things. He cannot lie. So once you found scriptures that clearly promise that desire, ask him in Jesus authority and he will give it you. Let's just look at a few words um, that he said, that Jesus said in uh, verse 23. Uh, he said, ask, first of all, he said, ask. The word ask is actually defined beseech, request or desire. Request earnestly or ask in a serious emotional way. So this is something that you really have need of. He said, ask. And then he said, ask uh, in my name. That's in Jesus name. Well, what does that mean? I mean, there is more than one Jesus in this earth, even today. Okay. There was another Jesus, at least one other one that was mentioned in the Bible during the time that Jesus was here on the earth. So is it in actually the name Jesus? Well, what that actually means is in his authority. Jesus was the first begotten son of God. And once he was raised from the dead and we receive him as our Lord, then we are also begotten of him. So he's saying, uh, ask, we're not asking in our own authority because we are 
nothing without him we are nothing but since we are in him we can use his name we use his character and his character is absolutely astonishing he means what he says and says what he means and so now that really means that when the father sees us he sees jesus so we go to the father and we ask we beseech him in the authority of jesus then it says and ye shall receive. The word receive means to violently seize or remove. It depends on what it is that you need done here. There may be something that you need to receive. And so the word receive means to seize. That's something that you would seize upon. When you ask in his name, he's saying you seize that. You take it. There may be a mountain that you need to be removed, something that you need taken away. Then you violently cause that thing to be taken away. When you ask, when you beseech the Father in the authority and character of Jesus. And what's the result of that? He said that your joy may be full. Your joy is your gladness. That's exceeding joy or calm delight. So when you know in the beginning that when you have a certain need that comes up, that you can ask the Father in Jesus' name, then you know, you can already, you already know that you can walk in the joy of God. You can rejoice ahead of time knowing that he has already met that need because it says here that your joy may be full. And the word full means complete. It means the end of it. Nothing else is needed. That means you have a full supply of everything that you need. Does it mean that he's going to make you rich? It means that you will have everything that you need. I don't think we need to go around trying to be rich, trying to uh, get rich quick or what have you. That's not what Jesus is saying. He's saying when you live in me. And in John 15, 7, he said, when you live in me, when you settle down in me, let my words live in you and settle down in you. Then you shall ask what you will and it shall be given you. That's a different way of saying ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. God wants us to ask him. He wants us to ask him. Yes, he knows that we have need even before we ask him. But he said, Jesus said, ask the father in my name. So we see that when the need meets the supply, joy comes. When the need meets the supply, joy comes. Now here's something to meditate on. This is something that you want to come to a place. You want to develop yourself that when you think need, you think supply. You think Philippians 419. If you are a Christian who you partner with people who are preaching the gospel, you are a faithful member of your church and, and you give your tithes and offerings to your church. Know that it's not just to your church. You are partnering with God and therefore you qualify for Philippians 419. My God will liberally supply. That means he will cause you to have a full supply. You don't have to be afraid. When that need comes and you don't know how it's going to happen, you don't have to be afraid. You can just uh, you, you can just uh, receive that. Look, look at Philippians 419 
and say, My God will liberally supply, fill to the full, my every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So instead of being afraid, you can have joy. So what did we talk about today? We talked about in John 16, 23, he said, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. And how do you come to a point where you automatically think supply when that need comes? You spend your time. You get that word. You get Philippians 419 down in your heart. You let it live in you. It's not something that can happen overnight. It's something that takes time. And again, that's why we call this podcast Marathon Faith, because it's not something that happens overnight. It takes time. It takes day after day. How bad do you want God's blessing in your life? How bad do you want to know that God loves you? How bad do you want to know that he, Jesus died for you, for you personally? He caused you to be born again and filled with his spirit. You were buried with him in baptism and raised with him in newness of life. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want his blessing? And how bad do you want to be a blessing to others in your life? Take that time to get his word in you. We have Jesus word on it. And as we said earlier, you can take his word to the bank. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will never pass away. So let his word abide in you and you abide in his word. Let that word live in you, settle down in you, take up residence in you. So that right on the spur of the moment, when the need arises, you automatically think supply. Thank you so much for listening. Life isn't a sprint, long jump, or a 100 meter race. Life is like a marathon, long, steady, focused. Since life is like a marathon, God has given us marathon faith to win our race. Thank you for joining us. If this podcast has blessed you, visit our blog at marathonfaith.com. And remember, you have the strength to finish your race. You have God's marathon faith.